Welcome back to another message of biblical inspiration, motivation, and teaching from the Word of God. If this is your first time joining the Mana community, we encourage you to subscribe, let us know you're here, and how God has blessed you today. Also join us on the go with our Spotify podcast for continuous listening of God's motivation. Now you've heard before that God can use anyone despite their background or what they've done or not done or even if they were terrible sinners. I mean, take Paul for example. But I bet you didn't know that just as God can use any human, the Bible outlines examples of how God can also use an animal to fulfill his will. And in this message today, you'll never look at a donkey in the same way again. But before the talking donkey, let me set this up for you. In the beginning, Adam and Eve ate of the forbidden tree, and because of that, we are all cursed. We are all born into sin, and therefore, we are in need of a savior. In the book of Exodus, you know all about the Ten Commandments, and we actually did a what you need to know about Exodus telling the entire story. And when you and I take an honest look at ourselves, it would not take us long to realize that we have fallen short of the glory of God. And we're truly not good by God's standards. There's a lot more on that in Romans chapter 3, verse 23. Take a look for yourself. But God made a promise in Genesis 3 that there would be a seed that would crush the serpent's head. But the seed would be bruised. Here's how your Bible puts it in Genesis chapter 3 verse 15. I will put enmity between you and the woman and between your offspring and her offspring. He shall bruise your head and you shall bruise his heel. And now you get Abraham, who was called out of his nation. Not an easy thing to do. I mean, think about when you left home for the first time or had to leave a loved one. And God made a promise or a covenant with him. Here's what God told him in Genesis chapter 12, verses 1 through 3. Now the Lord said to Abram, Go from your country and your kindred and your father's house to the land that I will show you, and I will make of you a great nation, and I will bless you and make your name great, so that you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and him who dishonors you I will curse, and in you all the families of the earth shall be blessed." Tuck that away a few minutes and flash forward a few generations, and I hope you're keeping up here. We find the descendants of Abraham in the wilderness traveling to the promised land that we just read was promised to Abraham. But you know us humans, and just like you and I, they kept on rebelling against God. Just like Adam and Eve did in the garden in the opener of this message. But thank God for his mercy. God remains faithful to his promise. Okay, now we're ready to get to the donkey, right? Stay with me. While they were cursing him and rebelling, God was protecting them and they didn't even know it. And I bet right now you too can recall a time God and or his angels protected you even when you didn't deserve it. Leave us a comment about that. We answer all of them. The Moabite king Balak was threatened by Israel's numbers, frankly because they were a massive group with a renowned record of victorious battles all over the land, and he hired a prophet of some kind named Balaam to curse Israel. And man, Balaam had no clue what he was about to get into. 
Here's exactly how the king set his plan to Balaam in Numbers 22 and 6. Here's what he said. Please come and curse these people for me because they are too powerful for me. Then perhaps I will be able to conquer them and drive them from the land. I know that blessings fall on any people you bless and curses fall on people you curse. So Balaam was riding his donkey. Yep, it's that time. And while he was riding on the road, an angel appeared. The donkey saw the angel, got scared, and wanted to run away. But Balaam, who couldn't see the angel just yet, pulled and stopped the donkey until it laid completely down under Balaam. Then the Lord gave the donkey the ability to speak. Did you hear what I said? The Lord gave the donkey the ability to speak. The donkey then asked Balaam why he hit him three times. Now, I'm certain Balaam, like you and I, if we heard an animal ask us a question, there'd be a second of, am I insane? But the Lord opened Balaam's eyes, and he saw the angel of the Lord standing in the roadway with a drawn sword in his hand. Immediately, Balaam bowed his head and fell face down on the ground before the angel. Now it's the angel of the Lord speaking to Balaam. What a whirlwind moment for this guy. The angel said this in Numbers 22, verse 35. Go with these men, but say only what I tell you to say. Like I said before, poor Balaam had no clue what he was getting into. But just wait, God is not done with Balaam just yet. It gets better. Stay with me. When King Balak heard that Balaam was on his way, he went out to meet him at a Moabite town on the Arnon River at the farthest border of the land. The king questioned Balaam, asking him, Haven't I sent you an urgent invitation? Now this is the king himself questioning Balaam here. But here's what Balaam says in Numbers 22 and 38. Look, now I have come, but I have no power to say whatever I want. I will speak only the message that God puts in my mouth. Balaam then opened his mouth, yes, but you guessed it. Again, it was God's message coming out of his mouth. Here's what Balaam said. Well, actually, God said in Numbers 24 and 9. Blessed is everyone who blesses you, O Israel, and cursed is everyone who curses you. Remember, the king asked Balaam to curse Israel, and now Balaam is professing a curse on the king to his face. As you can imagine, Balak is super upset. Here's how it goes down in verse 10. And Balak's anger was kindled against Balaam. He said, I called you to curse my enemies, and behold, you have blessed them. A little insight for you. Remember what I asked you to tuck away at the beginning of this message? This prophecy is the same covenant God made with Abraham back in Genesis chapter 12. But Balaam keeps going. I see him, but not here and now. I perceive him, but far in the distant future. A star will rise from Jacob. A scepter will emerge from Israel. Balaam is now prophesying about the seed mentioned in Genesis 3 and 15. This star who would come out of Jacob. And you know who that is, right? Sure, I'm going to tell you. Today, we know this star 
to be Jesus Christ. Not sold yet? Here's another connection in Revelation chapter 22 and verse 16. In the back of your Bible, it says, I, Jesus, have sent my angel to give you this testimony for the churches. I am the root and the offspring of David and the bright morning star. Here's the big picture. The ultimate expression of God's desire to bless us is found in the giving of His Son to bear the curse of God's wrath upon our sin. For a deeper dive, check out Galatians chapter 3, verses 13 through 14. It's short. And in reconciling us with God and bringing us nearer to Him, Jesus Himself is our peace. Paul tells you much more in Ephesians chapter 2, verses 14 through 22. Look, Numbers is not only a book of wilderness wandering, but it's also a book that speaks of future promised land with a future king that you and I know. The scriptures point to Jesus no matter where you are in the Bible. His promises are written over all the pages. So many people fail to see that the Bible is not a list of rules, but it's a list of stories that speaks about forgiveness, about imperfection, and about a cure to the curse we all carry. There is a better hope and future waiting on the other side of repentance and belief for each and every one of us. We all need the Messiah, whether we are Jew or Gentile. We need Him, and He is for all of us. Let us reach out to Him. Let us seek Him wholeheartedly. Let us not be fooled by the lies of this world. Let us not forget the blessings that await us in the well that never runs dry. Jesus. On behalf of the entire MANA community, I want to thank you for learning what you need to know about numbers with us today and how God spoke through a donkey. For more biblical motivation, enjoy our YouTube playlists of biblical stories and most popular inspirational topics voted on by our community. Amen and amen.